0: Now, it's always a good thing to help out in the community, if not for the hard work and dedication of a good number of volunteers. Black Country Radio and Black Country Extra wouldn't be on air. It's as simple as that. When is it a good time, though, to start volunteering? Now, in a few weeks, Student Volunteering Week begins, where many universities from around the UK will be organising opportunities and events to encourage students to volunteer and help in their local communities. To tell us more about this, is paul barlow who is the chairperson of the uk student volunteering network and he joins me on the line now good evening paul good evening clive thank you for joining us this evening paul um first of all tell me what the student volunteering network is
1: well we're a national group and we're made up of people who work at universities whose job it is to help students to have a positive impact in their local community working with local people on social issues I mean, it's quite a complex picture, really. Uh, Each university is quite different. I mean, some are based in small towns. Others, like Birmingham, have three universities sharing one city. And each is kind of unique in its own way. However, there's always a common thread, really, for us, and that is where we link into local charities and community groups. I mean, from the network's perspective, all this diversity gives us kind of primary aim of helping our fellow staff members in institutions develop their volunteering activity we come together to improve volunteering across the country by sharing ideas and knowledge and we kind of want to get the message out there about student volunteering both to the communities and the universities themselves and students who aren't actually undertaking volunteering at the moment which is kind of where student volunteering week comes in
0: so tell me about the warwick volunteers and what is your role within
1: them So Warwick Volunteers is part of the University of Warwick and our job really is to help the students and charities and community groups link up. Um, Primarily we operate quite close to the university in Coventry but we also kind of reach out into Warwickshire and up towards Solihull. Um, We go out to the community, we meet up at local community centres and community groups and charities and we see if they have any use for student volunteers and if they have, we go out and recruit those student volunteers for them. And in some cases, groups of students will come to us with ideas about how they feel they could improve in the community. And we'll try and find a partner for them. We'll facilitate them starting up from scratch to their own volunteering.
0: So is there a Paul Barlow in each of the universities in Birmingham, for example?
1: There will be. uh, As I say, there's there's no kind of one-size-fits-all. I mean, some Warwick is a a well-resourced volunteering um, opportunity, section. We have five staff working there. In other places, other universities, you might find there's one staff member doing that. But in just about everywhere, there is one. Um, We have members roughly from 70 universities. and In each of those, there is effort going into student volunteering.
0: So, Student Volunteering Week is coming up soon. Now, that, I believe, is on the uh, week commencing the 12th to the 18th of February. Um, what actually it's, happens during that week then, Paul?
1: So, it, it's a na- national week and it's led by the network. And it takes a part in universities, student unions and colleges across the country. The exact details of what happens vary from each It can be anything from kind of advertising their existing program and trying to get more students involved in that. Or others will be running micro-volunteering, organizing things like large food drives or large-scale litter picks. Each of those will will vary by the university. And what the network does is is it shares all these ideas around other institutions and helps them develop those. I mean, we use our social media channels to try and inspire all those that are involved
0: Students are under a great deal of academic pressure. Do they really have the time to do this?
1: um they are and there is an element in which we know from my experience of working with students as volunteers that they will step back from a bit of volunteering when course pressures um become too much for them but it's really important that students get involved in something just beyond their studies. I mean volunteering is a great way for them to understand the areas in which they're studying. It's a great way for them to meet other students and to meet people from permanent residence communities to understand their lives and what is happening to that area around them and it kind of builds opportunities for them to draw on on for their future careers. It's studied and that was all they did at university, they would really be kind selling themselves a bit short and volunteering is one of those excellent things to kind of give you do that extra step up.
0: And is this open to students in schools as well or is it just university students in, in this context?
1: Um, in this context it's primarily universities, I mean we would never particularly discourage younger students from volunteering and some of our institutions, I know Warwick for example, does volunteer in its local schools so there will be elements of our Input into student volunteering work that will involve schools, but now, I mean primarily this is this is a kind of focused on higher and further education
0: What sort of areas then and sectors can students volunteer in?
1: Uh, again, it's really down to each individual university in terms of what they do. I mean, I can give you uh, give,
0: yeah, give you me some examples.
1: So, I mean, Warwick. We we work right the way across the gamut, gamut of the third sector. We we go into schools. We do literacy and numeracy in primary schools. We do mentoring in secondary schools. We go out into food banks and with those. We work with the homeless. Um, we do digital literacy for older people. We work in disability groups. We support NHS charities. Um People can do as little with us as maybe three hours in a year, but our top volunteer last year did 295 hours working with the homeless. So Good Lord. It's a it, really diverse kind of offer there for students, and how they engage with it is equally diverse.
0: What sort of feedback do you get from students who have taken part in volunteering week or are just you know, serially volunteering anyway? And, you know, what, what do they take away from it?
1: I mean, they get a real value out of it. I think it would be quite easy to just get lost in their academic studies. The major benefits around mental well-being. Part of comes the NHS, view of mental health and well-being, is that you giving back to other people is a great way of kind of building your own resilience up. And that, that chance to interact with the local people and, and the older local people as well, it just brings them a wealth of experience and a wealth of enjoyment um it's it's one of the nicest things to get involved in i've been working in higher education for a number of years now and this is one of those ones that just leads me to that feel good fact both as a number of staff working there and when you see the difference it makes to these people who are who are the beneficiaries of what they're doing and the people doing the volunteering it's just a fantastic thing to get involved in
0: what sort of impact factors should students consider before uh they consider becoming a volunteer
1: And I I kind of ask them often to think about what they want and kind of what time and skills they have to offer. I mean, some volunteering is very easy to get involved in and can be arranged around other things. Some, Some of the volunteering work that we do, such as conservation volunteering, doesn't require any form, there's minimal training, it can usually be booked at short notice and you don't. There's no requirement for people to come back week after week. That's a great way to start. But if a potential volunteer feels that they have the time and they want to commit and they want to kind of dive deep on something, things like volunteers school, in schools is really great. They'll have to undergo safeguarding checks and I get training before they go out. But the kind of the experience is hugely rewarding for them.
0: Um, sort of, what what would you say that your partnership agencies expect of volunteers?
1: Um. I think they, they value the enthusiasm and energy that comes with students. I mean, they don't fit all volunteering opportunities, but the ones they do, they can really bring that kind of energy that the permanent residents and the charity particularly value. I mean, when people have been doing things for a long time, it's nice to get some fresh blood in, some fresh eyes on things. And I think that's one of the things that they really take away from that. And the other element is actually when they join something, if you think about it, these, these people, there's a tendency that they're in a younger age and that these people may start to commit to something at this stage that they may carry with them for the rest of their lives. So, so a charity investing in some volunteering now may get benefits from that student as they move through their life. So there's that element to it as well.
0: There is a sector of society who would be listening to this and who would immediately poo-poo it and say, well, you know, blow that for a game of soldiers. I'm not doing anything unless they pay me. How would you reach out to those people with that mentality or that thought process?
1: Um, I think we reflect back on what you said about what's the benefit of volunteering. I mean, they, they they get to meet new people. They get to understand their area. I mean, some students will come to us because they're considering a career in a particular field. Or they might just want experience that's not just related to their course. But, I mean, people take benefits out of these things. Often these are kind of on the periphery, but when they've done a period of volunteering, they realise that actually they're improving their employability. And we work with local charities in Coventry where we are encouraging volunteering as an employability uh, development area. So that's just not, not simply with the students at the university, That's the students working with local people to help them develop their employability skills. So there's, there's an element which, is, which you can gain personal benefit from it. So even those you stay below that, I think I they think should reconsider that point.
0: It's true. And I mean, I, I said in, in earlier on in the programme that employers really like to see things like this on CVs. What they don't want to see is gaps. Um, and if an individual has been doing some volunteering, uh, you know, e- that's blended in with their university education or perhaps during holidays and things like that, then again, you don't get these gaps on your CV. Um, and you, you can glean so much from these experiences and uh, then take that, take it into the working world, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I always say to people when they come and ask them about volunteering, and what the benefits are to them. It, um, employers. Really, and particularly with universities, there are a lot of universities in the UK. There's over two million students studying at any given time, and all those will be coming out with degrees. And how are these people going to differentiate themselves? And often they go to interviews, and we get this feedback from people that graduate, and they say they just wanted to talk about my volunteering. The degree only got me through the door, mm. and it, it that this is personal development, personal insight, which which employers values, which helps the individual in the longer term.
0: What volunteering have you done in your life, Paul?
1: Um, I have volunteered with the Canal and River Trust. I've volunteered with the Scout. And this role itself is actually voluntary. So all, all the time we give to this, the, the kind of committees who run the national executives, we all give our time for free towards this. Uh, I'm, I kind of move between different bits. But I think you want some variety as well. I know I've said that people kind of volunteer charities can keep people for a long time but it's nice to go into four or five years doing something and then go out and find another volunteering opportunity is so that where you get to kind of broaden your horizons
0: what planted the seed for you to get involved originally then
1: um I think it was just seeing examples of other people doing things so people I came across being told what they were doing and that's kind of part of what student volunteering week exists for it's there to highlight to Ex- existing students what they could benefit from i mean it's nice to get the recognition for those that are already doing it but drawing more people into volunteering as a as a kind of not a way of life necessarily but having that element to your life is is really inspiring and that's what leads to developing more activity and, and kind of meeting that social need and that's kind of where i came from It. i saw other people i wanted to try do what they were doing and emulate what they were doing because i thought they were benefiting from it as well
0: i mean it is vocational uh, as you've alluded to but i also think with volunteering you get to do things that you may not necessarily get to do in paid employment
1: Yes, that's very true. To be fair, doing the Canal and River Trust, I ended up dredging a canal, which I don't think I could ever have
0: managed to do in <laughs> paid employment. And some of the stuff they were pulling out was very interesting. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it. Uh, yes, it, uh, it can be challenging, yeah, it, let's put it like that. I have some acquaintances it, who are part of the Canal and River Trust, and the stories I hear are incredible. Yeah,
1: I mean... the, the bad sides to that, more, more challenging sides to that, I should say. And some of the volunteering we get involved in, I mean, we work with people with dementia and that sort of side, and that that has got to have its own emotional cost in terms of what the volunteers are doing. But they kind of offset that against the, the good that they're doing for people. So it, it's a, a two-edged sword a little bit there, I suppose.
0: So, Student Volunteering Week, as we've said, is between the 12th and the 18th of February. Where can we get more information about volunteering and how to get involved with this?
1: So, um, the central place for what we're doing nationally, that is on www.studentvolunteeringnetwork.com. And that's where the National Committee will be putting up the various resources and promoting stuff that's happening at different institutions. For students who are looking to volunteer, it would be best to check their own institution's website or social media because, as I say, no, nobody will be doing the same thing in exactly the same way. Um, or ask staff directly at an institution. As I say, there is a Paul Barlow pretty much at every university across the country. So um, call in the university or the student union, find their volunteering department and get advice on how to get involved.
0: Splendid. Paul Barlow, Chairperson of the UK Student Volunteering Network, thank you very much for talking to Friday Night Clive. That is your lot for this episode. You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 6 o'clock p.m. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by me, Clive Payne, and produced by Andy Caddick.